This is a Bulldog Radio podcast. Hello and welcome to The Fire Pit. This is the editorial version. So I am Marissa Russell. I am the Lifestyles Editor and Podcast Manager, and I am with all the editorial staff. So Cora, you want to start? Yeah, um, I'm Cora Hall. I'm the Editor-in-Chief, and I'm a senior in the Journalism and Technical Communications program here at Ferris, and I'll graduate in May. You're, you're the boss. I am the boss. We got the boss in here. And the saddest part of that statement is the graduating in May part. I'm going to miss you. So the next person who's also leaving us is Kaylin. Hello, my name is Kaylin Johnson. I am the managing copy editor, and I am also a senior in the English program, though. Furthermore, a sad departure. She's not the boss. We out this in May. <laughs> Noah, you want to go? Yeah, uh, my name is Noah Kirchin. I am the news editor and editor of Special Opinions here at The Torch. Uh, and I won't be graduating for a good long time, so you'll get to hear my annoying voice for at least two more years. Thank you, Noah. And Sanders. Hi. How we doing? Howdy. Howdy. Uh, sports editor. I do <laughs> sports. Oh, he really? does the sports. I do the sports. <laughs> sports editor. Okay, I do the sports. Okay, we can, let's all go around and say, like, why we got involved in journalism and the torch. And I can start. Um, basically, none of you know Keith Salwich, but he was our old editor-in-chief. And when I got here as a freshman, he was distributing papers to all the dorms on Welcome Weekend. And I literally just walked up to him and I was like, hey, can I work for you? And two weeks later, I started working at the torch. And I haven't stopped since, so yeah, it's been fun. You had a period where you left us, though. Yeah, I did study abroad for a semester. That was great, except for the worldwide pandemic. Um, but then I came back, so we're good. Yeah, of course, you were on vacation during the pandemic. Vacation's vacation. a very, I don't know if that's the right term. You were out of the office. Learning. It was kind of a vacation. I didn't have a job. It was cool. Yeah, you, were, you didn't have a job in Europe. Yeah, I and would recommend yeah, I you could think. also take one of these learning vacations no. if you so chose. Yeah, you should. It was it was scary, but also like one of the best times of my whole life. I not bet. gonna lie. Yeah, the but U.S. Yeah. is a dumpster fire. Why would you want to like not go but, like, somewhere else? You know, the fear of the world ending, <laughs> especially when I'm not with my family, is probably a reason. Yeah, but if now. the world's gonna end anyway, then what does it matter? Not being if the world was ending, I'd want to be like in Rome. Yeah, you if know? the world's ending, I want to watch it from like Hawaii in a volcano. Oh, yeah. Cool. What if it's right? the volcano? Like the volcano. Uh, well, then be it'll be the over action. quick. Reporting live, in end of the world volcano. in this volcano in yes. Hawaii. Yes. <laughs> okay, um, Noah, you're next. Why'd you get into journalism? Okay, so this is actually an interesting story. Um, I was pretty directionless in high school. I mean, I, I had a career path that I could have like settled with. But I um, accidentally joined a journalism class, and then first few days, I was like, oh, this is actually really fun and cool. And then um, many years later, here we are today. Um, I was actually inspired by a fantastic educator, one of my, or my high school journalism teacher, uh, Jeanette Spieg, probably one of my favorite people on planet Earth, got me into this, and here I am. And then I got here to Ferris and saw we had a really good newspaper and decided that it was time for me to, to join up. Yeah, I love that. That's kind of how, like, it happened for me, too. Like, we started our high school newspaper my senior year, and shout out Robert Duffy. He decided to teach a bunch of kids about journalism, and I fell in love with it. I don't know why, because I would literally sit there 
I was the only one who actually cared, not going to lie. Oh, and yeah. I would, like, stay through lunch period, come into school early, stay late, skip my other classes yep. to sit there and work on it. Yeah. Because I was just like, this is way more fun than doing AP stats. Yeah. Sorry. I <laughs> pretty immediately became the EIC of my high school's paper just for the sole fact that nobody Flex. else wanted to do it. And so I was there, like, you could most Friday nights catch me there until, like, 10 p.m., and I'd come in early, I would skip lunch, I'd skip other classes exactly the same way. And I will say, for the mediocre quality of a high school paper, I really made it good, I think. Yeah, I re- I, it's funny because I have the papers still oh, in so my room. I. And I'll like look at them and I was like, wow, we really thought we did something here. One and I'm looking back and I'm like, this is not good at all. <laughs> one of the best gifts I was ever given was actually from uh, Spieg when I graduated high school. Uh, she dropped off at my house the last edition that I worked on and everybody that worked on the paper and from like the class that I led had written special notes around their articles and I cherish it more than like any possession in my life. I'm literally gonna cry. That's so cute. <laughs> no one in my class cared that much. They would have never like oh, they were I'm turning this in for assignments. I'm sure that she forced them all to do it but like it's the thought That's that so counts. cute. I'd have it framed on my wall for sure. Sanders. What's what's so appealing to sports journalism? Why'd you get into this? All right. So do you want, you know, the philosophical <laughs> way or do you want the version of, you know, why I joined the torch? What? It can be both. Okay. So <laughs> first first off, let's go with the what reason why. What reason? End for of, journalism end, or for the torch? For the torch. Why I joined the torch back in at <laughs> end of freshman year. So <laughs> I Towards the end of freshman year, I was trying to figure out, you know, what am I going to do moving forward with my life? I had done, you know, sports communication, presented research, done all that. And I was like, I want to get, I had kind of been looking at, you know, the job of joining the torch. And then one of the fr- people that worked for him disrespected me. <laughs> they were, they had been nice to me and then suddenly I heard that they were talking crap about me behind my back. And they worked for the torch. And I was like, you know what? Let's prove, let's not only join the torch, let's become a better journalist and do a better job than them. Then I spilled the tea and tell you. So you joined in spite. I love it. This is this is Brendan's villain villain story. What's villain origin story? There we go. The most beautiful heaping pile of spite I've ever seen. So I decided, hey, I'm going to become the sports editor over him. And then I did. And now <laughs> he's going to listen to this. No, no, they're not. You really said me first. <laughs> they're not. Whoever is out there did it, just know. I am become I've become powerful because no, of you. No, no hard feelings, and no for just, feelings. for what Make it's worth, Brendan, you do podcast. a good job. Yes, but philo- philosophically, I joined the torch uh, because, or I do like journalism. I love to write. I always loved to write. Back in high school, we didn't have a school paper at Lowell, so, but I always loved to write creatively and all that. And I'd always been a part of, like, media. We had a radio station, so I had done, like, pod- weekly sports podcasts with my best friend. We had, I had d- joined uh, the Lowell football team as their team manager, videographer. So I always, like, loved being around sports, and I loved to write. So I was like, you know what? Let's combine the two and uh, go after uh, sports journalism and see where we can take it. Because, you know, 
Now I get to talk to these star athletes, these amazing athletes, amazing coaches, and learn more about them, which is something I've always enjoyed. So, Yeah, that's awesome. What yeah. about you, Marissa? So I actually just kind of got tricked into journalism. So I... <laughs> We're all laughing right now. <laughs> I just see Sarah like throw himself back in the chair. I was like, well, I thought my story of getting into it was interesting. I'm interested to hear how you were tricked. It kind of sounds like none of us originally thought we'd end up here. Well, so I actually came to Ferris as a psychology major. And when I was at orientation, I was talking to the like person that you like sign in with. And I was like, am I allowed to switch my major? Because I don't necessarily think I want to go into psychology. She's like, oh, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, I think I want to go into book publishing. And she was like, well, we don't have a book publishing major. So you can go into either communications, which I hate public speaking, did not want to do that. Fair enough. I could yeah, go into English, which I don't understand why she didn't throw me into English. Or I could go into journalism and technical communications. And she's like, we'll throw you here and just see how it goes. And so then I was in our FSUS class. And Megan Grant came in, and they were talking about the torch. And I was sitting next to Veronica, and Austin was behind us. And then we were kind of talking. We are like, ah, we should probably join the torch. And we all grabbed applications and stuff. And I was the only one that actually turned mine in. The other two didn't. And so then Which I Which they work for us now. They, made, they yeah. made it eventually. Yeah, they made it. I, like, at one point, I was the reason why half of the, like, torch was there. Because all of our, it was, like, all my friends and stuff. Because we were all in the same classes. And so then after that, I was like, oh, I think I could go into journalism. Like, I like it enough. Now I don't know what I want to do, but. <laughs> but you are basically the sole reason for part of our staff. Yeah, so, because yeah. I got Veronica, Austin. I kind of tricked Sanders in. No. Yeah. Did what Tricked? What do his you mean was you spite. tricked me in? Don't take away his villain Wasn't that the story? one that told you about who. Or who they were? Yeah. And what they yeah. said? Yeah. So. But Master plan here. You say it was that a trick or was that a... Oh, maybe. I keep trying to get uh, Blake here, too. And then I got, like, Trent here through Veronica. And then, I, like, just half the staff. At the, I got uh, Brandon here. Really? He was texting me, like, in December. When were you talking with him? Brandon Newman? Nope. Different one. My We Brandon. got too many double names on our staff. We got yeah. two Beckas, two well, Brandons, two... I don't know. There's just a well, lot of Well, remember names out when here. you were sports editor uh, oh my, my gosh, first semester yes. and we had Brendan Samuels and Brendan Sanders. So BS two one, BS Brendan two. S's, I was like this is ridiculous. <laughs> so I just addressed by full last names cuz I was Oh, uh, yeah. so I was the office manager at the time so I had everyone sign in and they would sign it as BS1, BS2. So that's where that one started. <laughs> yeah. I was BS2. Marissa's office manager skills of if you see our office, it's covered in papers. So uh, I'm not office manager anymore. So true. We did never feel. As soon as the position ended, you know. <laughs> I have had. I can. I think I've had the most positions here. Also, out of any of us. Um, How many have you had? I would I've disagree. Had quite a few. I've had several. No, in the torch. Yes, I, I started as a copy editor, and then I went into freelance reporting, then reporting like regularly. And then I was the special editions editor, and now I'm the news editor and a podcast host. Come I was interim uh, reporter, lifestyles reporter, lifestyles editor, office manager, office or uh, opinions editor, and now podcast manager. So we're like neck and neck. Six. I was sports. I think reporter, I was only four. Sports. Editor. I can't really compete. You guys are better than Podcast me. Host. Thank you. Should probably um, take over the torch. You're the one Thank that you. like made all of these promotions for me, so you have <laughs> no one to blame but yourself. This is true. 
Oh, and then Kaylin, which you're not really journalism, but you're something. Yeah, I'm actually an English major, and I actually am focusing on book publishing and editing, so I got sent in the direction of English when Marissa got sent in the direction of journalism, and I'm just kind of here to edit your paper, guys. We would crumble without Kaylin. Kaylin plays a very integral part to our production and the quality of our copy, so you can thank her for a lot of the the edits being made to these stories. Because without them, we would have lady bulldogs in here every single week. Oh, that is true. Every that time I true. hear or the word Sanders or writing read. out National Football League. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, an, don't even. The, no, no, no. You have twice even, no, in one that's not article. That's the worst thing I've Whoa, done. Oh, ladies, that's not even the worst ladies, thing I've done. let's calm down over there. Let's talk oh. dates. Let's talk dates. You know, dates, if you guys want to talk about first copy, ask Kaylin how many edits she makes to my stories. I don't know. I always just assume they're good. Much less than I do for any yeah, of you. I'm 100% sure. Cora has yep. more experience that's than it. me and she Sanders. Writes a book. That's all that's She can that's write all a she book wrote. with like no mistakes. Okay, but you are it, also actually. the Wait, most senior of all of us no. here, so I would hope that your articles would be the best on first run. <laughs> oh, you're really coming for me here. Brendan, <laughs> did you just deny that you're writing a book? <laughs> maybe I am, maybe I'm not. Why would Brendan, I? Wait, I want to I no. hear about the book. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> Can we get a plot summary? Plot tease? No. Okay, but you know whose book I'm we'll really excited for? We'll get it out of him one day. For? No, Garrett, Stack. Garrett Stack. Garrett Stack. Our advisor. <laughs> our advisor of the torch and our journalism professor, basically the only journalism professor on campus, and a father of two sons. Truly twins one of the sons. best people twins, I have had the experience twins, of interacting with. Yeah, he's honestly probably my favorite like professor and advisor that I've I've had. And this is no offense to anybody else, but you know I probably bother him too much with questions, but it's okay. He also just like he when he came in, he even said like he just kind of like lets us do our own thing. Yeah, like, he is I, a micromanaging. His us. management style works very well with mine because I'm very independent and I just kind of want to do things by myself. Um, but bringing up Garrett, we're gonna read some of his tweets because well, yeah, his Twitter is at Stack Rights. It's an it's an enigma. I'd it's say. just it's this level of humor that I just don't think I could ever achieve. And it's, it's a, a very niche audience. It's like just a beautiful art form. So it's very dry humor. Yeah. It's and it's like if but you know Garrett, then it's like that's funny because you can just hear him read like saying it as you read <laughs> the tweet. So we're gonna just do our best to share our favorite tweets with you. Um, mine is Last night at Meyer I observed a man unmasked call his son masked a pansy. And I thought about interceding, and then I thought, no, you're just here to get some Honeycrisps. And now I'm eating my apple, wondering about the obscure blend of grievances that got us all here. Like, <laughs> the language. That is just, just this is so funny. The obscure blend of grievances that got us all here. I don't even know, like, just the words that he puts together just always make me smile. I don't even know how to describe it. Well, it. he's a poet, so I feel like that explains a little bit. He's a published poet, a published, soon to published be published uh, novelist. Yes. Okay, so mine is a two-parter. I had to scroll all the way back to the beginning of his <laughs> Twitter back in June of 2020 here. So it starts with, Apparently the shoddy tarp I threw over the pool for the winter was not an impediment to the colony of frogs that now reside in my brand new pond. 
Update. Update. I have reached an accord with the army of frogs living in my swimming pool. I am now their king. My enemies should prepare to face their slimy wrath looking at you gnats in the side yard. Okay, I just want to talk about how insane it is that this man, like, tells us every single week almost that we need to have an online presence. And this man, up until this last summer, did not have, like, an entire, like, we've looked for him. We cannot find a single article he's ever written what i want i'm gonna bring this up to him but also like the whole like i am their king of the frogs (laughs) it makes me think of like i am like meeting the robinsons when they have like all the frogs do you guys know what i'm talking about i didn't watch that you don't know meet the robinsons it scared me i know what it is it's like the cartoon version of back to the future so uncultured it was scary it made me feel sad as a child it's such a good movie. You were it's talking underrated. about how a Meet movie, the Robinsons movie made you sad as a third fantastic. grader. Okay, no, you know what I'm talking about then? Walk- All the yes. frogs they have? Like, yes. that's what made Okay, Absolutely. read your tweet. Okay, so my tweet, which I'm just going to say now, I think is the best one out of all of them, and I haven't even heard Sanders and Marissa's. So, <laughs> <clears throat> me, clearly a Twitter expert. I'm pretty sure I'm about four Russian troll sex bot followers away from getting one of those nifty blue check marks next to my name. <laughs> have you up? <laughs> I, I don't even... He, okay. Have you looked at the reply? For context, Garrett has forty-four followers. <laughs> okay, forty-four. Let's and then, and then Sanders replies, "I'm waiting for LinkedIn to verify me, sir." Sure. And then Stack replies, "You opt for that two-step verification? Can't be too careful. See previous keyword Russians." <laughs> uh, also, just like to point out, uh, of his forty-four followers, uh. Five, six, seven, eight, nine of them are us torties. There's, I don't even, we understand him. And I think it's funny too, because the vast majority of us have his tweet notifications turned on. So we pretty much immediately swarm the replies. We never miss. No, we don't. I'm pretty sure he's completely sick of us. Okay, Guys, I have an idea for the springtime. Hopefully the snow melts before we leave. Wait, be careful because he will listen to our podcast. Shoot. Yeah, let's discuss later. Never mind, never mind. I've got an idea. Garrett, if you're listening, sleep with one eye open, I guess. I've got a big, Brendan's big brain idea. Me and Caitlin almost saw his house, like, saw where he lives. We almost saw his, like, study. That's really creepy. No, 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 listen, listen, the context. We went to Washington, D.C. last year. For oh, our no. conference we at 4 a.m., we left Big Rapids to go down to Grand Rapids. Oh, An yeah. hour drive. We get we get halfway there. He texts uh, Noah and he's like, "Yeah, your flight was canceled. Continue going though, because we're gonna try and get you on the next one." We didn't leave like Grand Rapids until like 3 p.m. Oh my! Gosh. And so at one point he was like, "Yeah, I was gonna text you guys to like come over and I'll ma- like we could have breakfast or something." But I figured eh, it's only halfway between Big Rapids and Grand Rapids. Why bother? Wow, that would have been so fun. You also, would've. but I'm glad that didn't happen because I would have been very, like, jealous that I wasn't a part of that. Brendan, what's what your you... tweet? It's about the Limu Emu. <laughs> Read it! <laughs> okay, I'll admit it. I do not understand why the Emu is there to sell uh, in the car insurance commercials. Why is it wearing sunglasses? Why doesn't it help sell insurance? Can someone help me? And that has zero replies, zero likes, and zero retweets. That's so sad. I'm thinking I'm going to help him. You see, sir. You got to refer to Live him, reply. Sir. Yeah. Live reply. You see, sir. 
the emu is there for uh, moral support. As emus are known pack animals. Are known pack animals. Wait, when did he tweet this? September. Oh, this oh, is going to be really creepy yeah. until he hears the pack podcast. Animals. And are very resilient. As you remember, as I refer to the Australian Emu War that happened in the early 1920s. Wait, what? Yeah, you don't know about that? Australia went to war with emus. Yes, and the emus won. And the emus won. <laughs> is anyone surprised Wait, what? by that? Yeah. I need more don't context go to war with nature. immediately. So they went. Stupid? So they went, and these this army went with like machine guns or a few rifles. No way. And they were like, yeah, in machine guns. When did this guns, happen? And they were going to go. He like just said. 1910. Like uh, 1910. How did these 19, emus assemble? So, so wait, this is before the great, the first uh, world war. Let me, if any. Let me Google This was technically exact. the first world war because they were fighting nature. Uh, yeah, They were fighting the earth. What? The only world war that matters. The history books. The great Can't trust the right, people who war. write history books anymore. I never could, but definitely not now. 1932 was when uh, they went to war. With the emus. So after World War What? I, you said 1910. Yeah, well, I was wrong. I'm sorry. You Everyone liar. makes mistakes. Yeah. Everybody has those days. But Everybody they knows what I'm don't, talking about. Don't do that. <laughs> no. No, this no, is no, not no, 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 no. Okay, Marissa, read your tweet. <laughs> oh, please hold. Oh, golly. I wasn't ready for this. Please okay. hold is Marissa's it's like slogan. It's her tagline. Oh, I t- so when I work at Wesco and something happens and I have like a customer, I'll tell it to him. I'll be like, please hold it. I'll walk away from them. And they just kind of like look at me. Uh, you got to think. Some cats out there are going to be disappointed when this mask stuff ends. Case in point, from the mask up, pretty sure it was Ariana Grande that just cut my hair. <laughs> the catfish are winning during the pandemic. Let's be honest. It took me a long time <laughs> to like fully mentally understand that tweet and everything that I'm, was a part of it. Yes. Like I had to reread it. Like, I, w- I woke up from a nap reading that. Like to understand what he meant by that. I almost texted the group chat to ask because I was so confused. Okay. But, so after our, our long spiel about our love for our advisor, what do you guys want to talk about? We should talk about our special inserts. This is kind of a new thing because we used to do um, tire fire, which is satire. And it's it's really funny. And Keith Salowich actually started it. He was a genius. And it, it lived on for a few good years. But uh, when I took over in the fall, I just didn't think we were really in the place uh, staff-wise or anything like that to be producing a four-page satire insert. We also didn't really have anybody that wanted to necessarily run it at the yeah. time because we've always had people that want it, like were passionate about satire and stuff. Right. So I, I, I tabled it, and then when the election came around, I was thinking, like, hey, we got four extra pages we could do an uh, election insert and do some informative stories for our readers, like how to vote and, and things like that. So we did that at the end of October. Um and it turned out really good. I was really happy with it. So I really wanted to continue it this semester with um, our monthly insert. And I then gave Noah the responsibility of organizing these because it was beginning to be a lot with everything else I'm doing. So he's done a great job taking that over and organizing it. So this month we did a Black History Month insert and it was it turned out really nice. I am so happy with it. And the stories that people wrote, the graphics we made, um, it was really special, honestly. No, Shout out to Charlie for making all these cool... Absolutely. It's true. Yeah, um, besides the masthead, which I did, Charlie did every other graphic, and they look beautiful. So if you have a chance, check out our online version or pick up a copy on campus. 
But Noah, do you want to talk a little bit more about the insert? Absolutely. So first of all, I had an absolutely wonderful team of reporters writing for this insert. Thank you. And Marissa, you didn't write for this. That's the funny part. I don't. Okay. <laughs> sure, Thanks, Marissa, Marissa, you can have your giggles. Um, <laughs> no, but we had an absolutely fantastic team of reporters writing this, and. For our front page, we actually had a whole, like, history of Ferris and race relations, and uh, Jerry and Cora worked on that and put together a fantastic story, and we actually uncovered a lot that I really didn't know about Ferris and their history and the riots that took place on campus. First of all, I didn't even know that happened, and um, I was pretty shocked to learn that we didn't have any uh, photographs or anything that we could use for that insert because the uh, university administration at the time didn't want any record of what was going on at the time. And I just found that incredibly interesting. But we have four fantastic pages. And Cora, if you wanted to talk more about the front page story yeah. that you helped write, yeah, I would, I would that love was, it. It was fun because it kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't know anything about um, Dr. John Matlock before last week. I got an email about an event he was hosting here, and, and the person told me that he was a former editor-in-chief of The Torch. <clears throat> so I really wanted to connect with him and see if we could get a story um, written about him because he was uh, here during the riots of 1969 and participated Wait, in sit-ins. he's that old? I didn't think he was, Marissa. like, I knew he was retired, but I didn't think he was, like... She just... He was a, he was a student during... Oh, okay. He was older. He didn't come to Ferris till he was... Um, 24 i think yeah and so he was an older student when he I came thought you here. Meant he was like as a faculty or no like no he was a student he like participated in sit-ins and stuff there's a whole feature story he sent us a really awesome picture from his time here and we me and Alyssa, Alyssa's the one who wrote the story we sat on a zoom with him actually for like almost two hours and it was it was really cool to hear about campus at that time and, and what he went through and hear a bit of his story he actually worked with uh rosa parks for the um, Congressman Conyers' office for a while, and that was just crazy to hear him talk about working with her and how she would like ask them if she could take days off, and he was like, "Well, why is she asking me what she can do? Like, she can do whatever she wants." <laughs> that was just really cool to hear. I wish we could honestly just post the raw interview because there was so much good stuff in it. I was listening to it for quotes. And I was just blown away by the stories he had to tell. So I think we actually can with our website. You, I think you can probably. It's it's very long. We'd have to do some audio editing, but yeah, because he likes to tell stories. So he just he talked, and we let him talk. Um, so it was really cool to hear about that. How long was the interview for you guys? We got on the Zoom at seven forty, and we got off at nine fifteen. Nice. Yeah. So it's quite it's quite long. I think. Probably one of my favorites from the insert was uh, Jess's comparison of the Amanda Gorman and Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou's poems. Thank you. I was drawing a horrible blank. But um, first of all, the graphic for that that Charlie made was incredible. Yeah, you guys are we, welcome for Charlie also because I brought him in too. Yes, kudos to Marissa for yeah. that. But kudos. yeah, it was it was cool because I was looking for pictures and. I actually found like two really good photos of both Amanda Gorman at the inauguration this year and then um, Maya Angelou at the Clinton inauguration. So those were cool that they, you know, were wearing those outfits, like iconic outfits, and we put them on either sides of a podium. And it, w- it was cool. Um, Jess had a lot of good, you know, reporting for this story and insight. And yeah, I really enjoyed it as well because when I watched the Amanda Gorman poem live, 
Oh yeah, it I cried. gave me chills. I, I my body like my soul left my body is what I tweeted because yeah. it was incredible to watch someone so young and be so poised and well spoken and have such an incredible written work be performed for the entire nation. Absolutely, I completely agree. I was watching it live as well, and I was I was full blown crying, like ugly crying. <laughs> 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 and then next month is reading month, right? No, no we are doing it for women. We are for women's history month. Women's history because month. Because we love it when women. Also, <laughs> we are having women exclusively Wait, write for this yes. insert. Only women at the <laughs> torch will be why writing. Why are you laughing and pointing at us? Yeah, why are you laughing? We are doing I am less work. way 100% of in support of this. Yeah, I'm 100% support yeah. of um, it. Not for Sanders' reasoning, oh. but I... <laughs> think that women should be given the floor but like i mean yay also i don't have to write yeah also we hey, don't have to can do i work. write about Score. women in literature that would be sure. cool absolutely there we, go. we have a lot of we have a lot of professors writing books right now mm-hmm. that i've noticed oh, I didn't like want to mean that. in the, the no i, I know but i'm just saying like from the stories we've written lately i've noticed that like i think there's at least five or six professors working on or just publishing books right now I don't yeah. know if it's just we, I've never really noticed our professors as much, or if we just have like cooler professors now from like, because they had that break where in the pandemic where nobody could really do stuff. But I feel like they're just doing so much, like with all well, the books. Well, that's also and stuff. part of like what they're, they have to like get published or they have to do like research and be publishing research or publish books and stuff like yeah. that. So that's also probably part of it. And to wrap up our podcast, I think we should all just go over the funniest or worst thing that's happened this week. You can Cora, go first, you want to start? Cora. I'll go first because mine is both. Um, I got into class yesterday in our Zoom, minding my own business, and uh, every single person here besides Kaylin entered the class, okay, turned on their camera, and they were all at lunch together without me. Uh, Kaylin was yeah, there. Don't, uh, Kaylin don't was there, but she wasn't Kaylin in class. Yeah. But uh, it was fair. it was funny because I was like, wow, they are all hanging out without me. If and you would have been on I the got personally podcast, <laughs> you would have been invited to lunch. I was personally attacked by so many people that work at the Torch because, like, they all swiped up and were like, why wasn't I invited? This is like a Torch outing, and I'm a part no, of the Torch. if you're a Torch editor, you could be mad. I don't That's have... That's everyone here. <laughs> except for me. I wasn't there. Okay. It was funny and also terrible. If you were on the Lifestyles podcast, FOMO. you would have been invited to lunch. I wasn't invited to the Lifestyles podcast. You're the, the editor-in-chief. You can just roll up and say, hey, I'm going to be on the podcast. And we have no choice but to let you. Yeah, you are the How boss. How am I supposed to roll That's up if I don't know what time? That's a but we're the taters. We, we do it at the same time every week. Well, now I know, and I'm just going to roll up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone else go. Boss. Kaylin, you want to go? All right, sure, I'll go. So, a little backstory. I work at a school with Marissa, <laughs> and we I don't know who kids. let them do this, by the way. No, this is uh, a bad I've been idea. working there since my freshman year. Yeah, that scares me more. Yeah, that's a ba- we bad watch, idea. In the we first watch place. kids from like kindergarten through what? No, pre K. So, well, we, we have. We don't watch the preschoolers. Well, we do. I do sometimes. You don't. Uh, so, we have pre K through our oldest that goes to school is eighth grade, but normally about fifth grade is our oldest. Yeah. So, anyways, apparently, the 11-year-old hates me. This little 11-year-old girl. A fifth grader, if you will. Fifth grader. She has pulled Marissa aside (laughs) to tell her how much she hates me. (laughs) She tells me all the time that Kaylin doesn't know how to do her job, and she doesn't understand why she's here. That's so rude. Oh, this girl's a little brat. Yeah, 
the other day also Marissa went inside and gossiped with them for like Marissa no 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 no. they were telling me about no I was helping one of them do their homework Caitlin wasn't even there don't even listen to her one of them was doing their homework I was outside watching the children while you gossiped with the girl who hates me I was helping her do her homework or no I wasn't even helping her I was helping the guy that she likes to pick on it's gonna be okay Noah yeah you're nothing's topping out. Peaking. No, nothing's peaking. I'm nothing looking. Is yeah, nothing is peaking. Well, you that's because you're loud. Sensitive ears. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I'm inside helping one of them do their homework, and she's just sitting there like chilling, and she's making fun, and they're telling me all the like tea and like who likes who. So now I know everything at the school. <laughs> yeah. So Marissa sat there and listened to this girl gossip. You're like the mom from Mean Girls. She's like, "What's the four one one, girls?" Well, let's and be now real. You know all of let's it. be real. No, no matter where Marissa goes, she's gonna figure out how to get into the go- local gossip. Uh, no matter what age. This is very true. Yeah, no that's that's Marissa's legacy. Uh, at Wesco, I'm called the uh, Oracle because I know everything that goes on. She's like in the Princess Diaries. Like the maids know everything. Uh, do you remember last year when the student body president got banned from campus and nobody yeah, knew anything? Yeah, knew all of it. <laughs> I didn't know how. And I, then every, even though we FOIA'd for everything, we couldn't get any official forms. So no stories were done, but we... Lovely. He's back now, too, guys. Stay safe. No, we'll go. We're following up on this. Okay, so, um, mine, nobody's probably going to find funny, but, uh... The desk, uh, like person that was in like in my building at the desk when I was leaving to go to my parents on Sunday sent me a Snapchat of what I looked like walking out the door. So for context, I was bringing my mom my old iMac because I just upgraded my desktop. So I was carrying my iMac, a uh, like hefty garbage bag full of trash. There was an iced coffee, my bag, like my man purse, basically, my keys, my phone, everything like that. My keys were dangling out of my mouth. My iced coffee was under my arm. I was carrying an iMac with two fingers with my (laughs) trash on the other two fingers of that hand while I'm trying to like jam my keys, get them out of my mouth and jam my keys back into my bag. And she sent me a Snapchat of this all happening. And I wish I had taken a screenshot. But I accidentally clicked away before I could get the chance to. And this photo, anybody alive that would have seen me in this moment would have probably put me in a mental institution. <laughs> I love that I feel you. like we're all there mentally, though. Yeah. Especially without our spring break have this year. Have you noticed that, like, young people just don't really do pockets or bags? Like, I, I walk into my dorm every day, like, from when I get back from wherever, and I have, like... My keys, my wallet, my phone, my drink, like everything I could possibly put in my bag or my pockets is just in my hands and I'm inconveniencing myself for absolutely no yeah. reason. Me and Sanders, I, I feel like are on the same wavelength right now because I'm like, I love my pockets. Yeah, I don't know what you're... Is, does that just mean like higher IQ? No, <gasps> and this the, we well, are Marissa, superior. Are, are Marissa can I feel like I'm superior because my right hand can handle at least seven things at my one brain. time. My brain, my brain. But do you know how much stuff I have in my bag? I can take that thing big. Out right big. <laughs> She's a youper. Youper. Okay. I have a sewing kit in there, guys. I could do whatever I want. She's cottage core to the core. <laughs> So Marissa can confirm my like hand gymnastics. So when you pulled up on Monday morning <laughs> to pick me up so we could go into the office, I don't know if you remember all of the things. Oh, I you had, had in my like hand. two coffee cups. You had uh, your 
blanket for the office. You had the little squish guy that you gave me for the fidget toy. You had your book bag. You had My another water bag. water bottle. I had like two different kind of coffees. And then we stopped and got Starbucks on the way in because I require caffeine to survive. And so as I'm like walking into the office, I'm literally like, Oh yeah, me and Noah are like trying to hold full. everything. We're the first two people there too, so like there's nobody that we can like knock on the door to like not have to unlock the office door, and so we're both just like struggle bussing it into the office on Monday. I love that for you guys. Thank Brenda, you. Did anything funny happen to you this week? I mean, again, I live a much tamer life than a lot of you guys. I've Brendan's noticed. the old man on staff. I, at heart. Yeah. I was gonna I say, like, aren't you older than him? No, old man at heart. Old man at heart. He's Let's the see. third oldest. Yeah. Who's the second? Either I think it's no. Kaylin. How old are you, Kaylin? How old are you? I'm 21. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm 22. Kaylin I'm the oldest. You are yeah. the oldest. We don't yeah. have enough mics for all five of us for context. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. We're but, poor. Let's see. Oh. I always, I'm learning that Marissa is be, becoming like a lot of the funny parts of the week for me. A lot. You're of, welcome. Which is why you guys should be roommates. <laughs> I have convinced him because of my PowerPoint. Her PowerPoint that she created—that was we amazing. That. Uh, I've learned a great way to make her like quiet down is just to make her be like meh, 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 whenever she's just like rambling, and a lot of the time just going. Meh, 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 meh. And this <laughs> got him hit she, it, yesterday, as it, it should. Yeah, it got me hit yesterday. You guys are like siblings. I'm learning. Can't do it on like you know. My mom. She, I tried doing that mom. Let my, my oh, mom. Oh no! Was I'm surprised. That got me hit. She, exactly. I was gonna say she oh, deserved yeah. it. As soon as I went, meh, 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 uh, got slapped in the chest by mom. As you so should. So I'm I'm hearing that for Brendan, if we are ever annoyed, we just need to hit him. But uh, yeah, yeah, chuck things at oh, him. Oh, one hundred percent. But it's like, so I'm learning to like quiet down, Marissa. And, Which, you know, to be talk fair, with people, just go. Meh, 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 meh. That's probably not the way I would do it. But if to be fair, sometimes to in me, the office, we need Marissa to. I, will. I was so calm Monday. You I, were. I was you proud were. of you. I was impressed. I was impressed. I don't want to know what's going to happen if Brendan never does that to Noah. There might be a nuclear war. Bad thing. Meh, 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 meh. Uh, the funny thing is, is that I'm the one that carries the knife at all times. So, like, <laughs> yes. that also you scares me. You probably shouldn't be doing that on a podcast. Was the gays get I mean, that's from illegal. zero to 100 I'm, way quicker. Tell me I'm Trust wrong. me, we know. We know. Yeah, I Ouch, agree with Cora. But fair. <laughs> Correct. Cora right. only speaks the truth. That's why she's a journalist. That's why I, got, I get paid the big bucks. <laughs> Marissa, what was your big funny money. moment for So I got week? two because I'm just so cool. So my first thing, so my roommate and best friend just ended her relationship of like six years with her boyfriend this last weekend. And so uh, not only is he coming to our apartment this weekend to watch her bunny, uh, she also came home like two days ago and was like, Oh, hey, uh, I'm so happy that you're home. Like, I was so afraid that I was going to be alone and sad. Like, I'm just so happy you're here. And I'm like, I don't know who's going to tell you, but I'm going to, like, leave in, like, 20 minutes. And so she's just, like, sitting in my bed, like, crying to herself as I'm, like, scooting out. <laughs> Why is this funny, Marissa? <laughs> Why are you guys laughing? Is that Ruby really going to want her personal business blasted on the podcast? I didn't say names. I got a lot of friends. Okay, second thing. She's like, <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> All right, then. She doesn't listen to us, I know. Uh, second thing, so I work at Wasco, as I've said, like, three times now, and we have reps that come in. Our lottery rep came in Wednesday, 
and was talking to me and he uh, asked me why my, I have a ring on my ring finger. And I was like, oh, it's just for my parents' wedding. He's like, oh, I thought you had like a, a husband or something. And I was like, no, boys don't like me. Oh. So after that, he proceeds to try and ha- uh, hook me up with his son. No. No. That is that's just another level. That's just gross. I told her to go for it. Oh. Was he cute? Uh, yeah, I haven't actually seen important. him. Oh. Uh, he didn't even send you a picture? Pic- like, no. show you a picture? Okay, send him a blind date. No, no. no. Uh, so the weird thing about this rep is, so uh, my dad isn't actually from, like, my dad's from Canada. Yeah. He's a Canadian citizen. Jealous. And my dad worked down in, like, hey. Mount Pleasant or something for Nabisco, which is the, like, sweet, uh, like, company. Uh, our lottery rep used to work for their uh, competitor, and they were, like, uh, like competitors. And so it's like Romeo and Juliet out here. If you will, yes. So <laughs> I will uh, let you guys know if that progresses. Yeah, keep, it, keep us updated. Yeah, keep us um, but I also us, wouldn't suggest going for it. And I also her comment: uh, "Boys don't like me." That's false. That's false. I would say that's false. Uh, <laughs> false. But yeah, uh, I don't know who's going to tell you guys this either. Uh, like Uh-oh. half of our listeners of the podcast is boys that think that. I might like like them at some point, and they're well, like, "I'll now listen." They've, now they've ruined. Ooh, there goes our listener we're, we're base. Letting them down easy right now, I guess. <laughs> no, now you've just ruined our listener base. Thanks, Marissa. <laughs> it's okay. There'll be more. Hopefully. Anyways, this was fun, guys. <laughs> yeah, but we should wrap it, wrap up. it up. Yeah. We'll see you guys in like a month. Check uh, us go- out on social media oh at FSU Torch and our website fsutorch.com. Also, if any of our reporters listen, uh, you guys should put an emoji. What emoji should we say so that we can see if they actually listen to it? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I feel like a seal. Is Do a we? Good... Is there a seal emoji? Please hold. Let's look. Please hold, she says. So let... Please hold. All right, so while they look, what do you want to talk about, Corey? There is a seal emoji. There is we a seal. Okay. They were quick. They were quick. I didn't you think. can okay. search with emojis in iOS 14. On my torch... Torch staff, if uh, you listened to this podcast and got this far, I'm so throw sorry. Throw a seal emoji in the office channel um, chat in Discord, and that includes Mr. Garrett's or you no, Doctor Garrett Stack. Doctor. You get some brownie points, but that's about it. That's about it. I mean, we might put up a like a little uh, Ooh, you did it award Yay. on the wall. You'll never see it, but it might be there. Yeah. It it might influence how much we like you. Yes. Just okay. kidding. It won't influence. All right. My Until next opinion. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.